The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good morning. So, I'd like to build a little bit on what I mentioned earlier, but this practice of allowing, like whatever's arising, is there a way that we can allow it to be there, not pushing it away or secretly wishing that it would be different or imagining that it's different or getting lost in the past. And so why, why might we do this? One is, often we don't appreciate or really um, are sensitive to that subtle agitation that arises when we're pushing and pulling towards experience trying to get rid of something or wanting more of something. It feels like, oh, this is just how life is. I'm always uh, trying to, you know, avoid what's uncomfortable and going towards what's comfortable. But we often are just not even noticing that that's extra to try to make things be just right. You know, avoid any discomfort, avoid anything that's not the way that we want it to be or wish it would be. And so there's this way in which that um, there's a certain unsettledness that often we don't even notice is there until it's gone. And then how does this unsettledness go? It's often during meditation. It's often when we have an opportunity to do some extended meditation time, like today with a sit-walk-sit number of hours, that we start to realize oh yeah, there's a certain more amount of ease that's available, a certain amount of well-being that's available. And what would it be like to have this always in your life, all day, every day, is to have this certain sense of collectedness or like, yeah, things are okay. Maybe it's not the absolute favorite thing you've ever had, but it's not the worst thing worst experience you've ever had. So this practice of allowing is to support this sense of settling, of this subtle agitation that it's so subtle and it's so common that we don't even know it's there. It's not until we have some, often it's not until we have some meditative experiences that we realize, oh yeah, there's a whole other level of well-being, collectedness, settledness that's available. And if we can approach our life with that collectedness and well-being, then of course things will unfold differently for us. Of course things will unfold in a way that aren't being fueled by some amount of agitation, that aren't being fueled by this uh, insistence that things go our way or that they're always comfortable. Of course, I wish all of you to always be comfortable. I wish myself to be comfortable, all of us. But that's not what happens. And we know this. We know this. So is there a way that we can acknowledge, okay, it's true, I want to be comfortable right now, not the most comfortable. Can we be okay with that? Can we be okay with that? Something else that um, really is a reason like to this practice of allowing, is it just 
for these minor mundane things, maybe it's not as quiet as we would like, maybe it's not the temperature we would like when we're meditating, for example. Can we just allow that, this minor irritations? Because this is exactly how we increase our capacity to be with things that aren't the way that we wish they were. This is exactly how we kind of like gain more and more equanimity in more and more areas of our life is we practice where it's easy. We start where it's easier. Because I promise every one of you, I'm sorry to say this, that there will be plenty of things in your life that you cannot change and are uncomfortable. And so practicing with just these minor things just helps us to be with the bigger things when they arrive in our life, that terrible diagnosis of ourselves or a loved one or a world situation when we wish it were different. There'll be plenty of things that we can't change. But what would it be like if people were able to meet these things that are not how they wish they were? Maybe nobody wishes they were that way. But to meet them with some groundedness and settledness, which allows wisdom to show up, which allows compassion to show up. It's more difficult to have wisdom and compassion if we're agitated. So there's this way in which just allowing these minor things during meditation, standing in line, feeling impatient, or feeling a little bit late for where we want to go because the traffic is worse, or you know whatever it might be, it just increases our capacity for when the really big things arise because they will arise. We all know this. We, we wish that they weren't, but there's a part of us that recognizes we're all going to die. People that we love are going to die. There's, you know, there's going to be sickness, illness, these types of things. Another reason why we want, might want to practice this allowing is that it really highlights for us how much we are not allowing. It's not until we set the intention, okay, I'm going to say yes in some kind of way to whatever's arising, that we start to realize, oh, I'm kind of saying no to whatever's here in so many different ways. Getting irritated, um, the body language getting tight, um, having like thoughts in the mind that are filled with a little, have a flavor of ill will. Some of these things we might not even notice. We might just think, oh, this is just, this is the way it usually is. But it's often not until we set the intention, okay, I'm going to allow whatever's arising, that we start to see, oh, it turns out not to be so easy. We, don't, we start to see like this habit that we have of saying, no, no, I don't want this. Instead, I want something that I cooked up in my imagination. We have these ideas in our minds, like how we think things should be, completely 100% in our minds. And they're like, oh, what's actually happening isn't the same thing in my mind. And there's this tension that shows up. Can we let go of what's in our mind and just be with the experience, the experience of the pressure against the body as we sit here? experience of sounds 
the experience of temperature. Just that simple, just that simple. And sometimes when we start to see how much we're not allowing, then we can recognize maybe there's something that I can like maybe get curious about what why am I not allowing? Why am I insisting in a very subtle, quiet way that things be different? It's often related to how we are defining ourselves. I'm a person who can meditate best under certain conditions. I'm saying this as a complete sentence. For most of us, it's not like a sentence that's that clear, but we often have this idea, like, I can meditate best when it's the right temperature, the right amount of sounds, the right, uh, my body feels good, there isn't any discomfort or something like that. And I can't do it if it's not like that. Maybe we're not even noticing all the ways that we're kind of like defining ourselves. And in that way in which we're defining, we're limiting ourselves. I can do this. I can't do that. I want it to be this way. I don't want it to be that way. These are ways in which we're putting restrictions or limits or definitions on ourselves that are extra. We don't need to have these because there's this image or this concept of ourselves And again, this is something that's subtle, that often we are like holding ourselves up against and finding ourselves being deficient or inadequate or in some kind of way. It's heartbreaking when we start to see all the ways in which we feel like we don't measure up to ourselves. What if we stop measuring? What if we just start being with it's like this at this moment? And noticing all the times in which the mind wants to come up with something and come up with how it should be or something like that. And like just noticing, yep, okay, there's that thought. And then I'm going to come back to this moment. We're not going to make those thoughts bad. We're not going to think that, get agitated about them and think like, oh, those shouldn't be there. They're there. Okay, they're there. And I'm going to bring my attention back to whatever's happening here. Something else I want to talk about, this idea of allowing, is um, to mention a few lines of this poem from Rosemary Traumer. She's uh, one of my favorite poets. She's just fantastic. I think she's really great. And um, this is a poem that she wrote to one of her friends. And here's just the beginning of it. I think it's very beautiful. I wish you the peace that comes when we trust ourselves to meet whatever life brings. I wish you love beyond happy endings, the kind of love that seeps into everything, no matter where the story goes. I'll repeat these first few lines. I wish you the peace that comes when we trust ourselves to meet whatever life brings. I wish you love beyond happy endings, the kind of love that seeps into everything, 
no matter where the story goes. We wish this for ourselves, too. We wish this for others, this peace that comes with trusting ourselves. How do we build that? The peace that allows to trust ourselves, we build that by kind of like allowing what we can. We start where it's easy, and our capacity grows, and then we can trust ourselves to be with whatever life brings. And we can love no matter what life brings. With that trust comes this love. So this allowing this present moment as best you can, as best you can. We're not going to get it perfect. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fast. But this way in which can we meet each moment with as much openness as is available so that we can say for ourselves these lines from Rosemary Traumer. The name of the poem is called More Than Happiness. More Than Happiness. And I'll end with these lines again. I wish you the peace that comes when we trust ourselves to meet whatever life brings. I wish you love beyond happy endings, the kind of love that seeps into everything, no matter where the story goes. Thank you. <laughs>